Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 283, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. My guest today says, with the Lord, nothing in your life is wasted. The pain, the emptiness, the fullness, the sorrow, the joy, the dreams, the waiting, the desires, if you surrender those to Jesus, he will weave them into a story beyond what you could have imagined. So beautifully said. So joining me on today's show is Laura Arnold. Laura is an author. She's a researcher that studies multiple facets of families, including couple relationships, parent-adolescent relationships, and families within communities. And she translates research into practice and equips adult learners to incorporate healthy relationship skills into current services offered to families. Now, while Laura has been involved in various ministries, she has made it her mission to minister to families transition from being a married couple to becoming parents. And she is committed to equipping them through the early childhood years and into families that launch children into the world as wholehearted Christ followers. Now, on today's show, Laura is going to share, we would do well to pay attention to our hearts. We're also going to talk about, you know, often we are disgruntled, we're dissatisfied, and we're discontent with our lives. But when we look at our lives through God's eyes, they are open to the gifts that he has placed in us and around us. And we're also going to talk about invest today in what matters most. So welcome to the show. Thank you. How did you get into the area of study? Was it something that you'd always found quite fascinating or was it through various experience? How did that come into to, to pass? It's something that's always been very interesting to me just really learning, learning about people and why people do what they do and how they think and what forms who they'll become later in life. And for me, I had very um, influential parents who positively influenced me growing up. And I was curious to know what's behind that, you know, mm -hmm. as adults, um, who are shaping little lives, how do they know what to do? And <laughs> it's funny, now that I'm a parent, I, I can see there's not really ever any clear yes. manual for how to raise children, but studying families and parenting in undergraduate and graduate um, programs has certainly 
given some light to the processes that take place in families. Yes, it's interesting as you were saying that I, I recall uh, when my children were all growing up and they're all adults now in their 20s and you know some of the manuals that we did have it's like the book doesn't say that you're not supposed to say that and our kids can just like you know be their whole uh, personalities and things so yeah. obviously it can be very challenging but it can also be very rewarding as well so we're going to dive into really speaking about this because relationships are always part of every single one of our lives whether it be in business relationships with colleagues with staff with clients and of course with uh, our family members so I love the way that you say you know we would do well to pay attention to our hearts share a little bit more about this so for me I realized that I was heavily relying on the research and my studies to inform how I interacted with the world, how I um, sort of gave back to to the families that I wanted to serve, and I was not paying attention to my heart. And in Proverbs, it says to guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Mm -hmm. And I, I just wasn't paying attention to it. And a lot of it was mechanics, just going through the motions of completing my doctoral program and having babies and running races and getting caught up in sort of the whirlwind of life that if you allow it to, it will sort of carry you away with it. And uh, I kind of came to a point in January where I was, I was fed up with this just backseat of life living mm -hmm. as I think about it I was not at all an active participant and I I really believe a lot of it was due to shutting off my heart mm -hmm. pretending like I didn't have <laughs> these emotions and these feelings and these desires a lot of that I you know I mentioned about having parents who really influenced me and, and I desire to influence my own children and impact those around me but you know, I wasn't listening to what the Lord had to say about that and how it affects my heart. Yes. It's interesting that you say, you know, you, you had a lot of ideas and goals and there were things that you just put on your to-do list, the next, the next, the next, the next. And often we do, we can get really get stuck in the, the humdrum or just the, the movement of life and the expectations and things that we know that we need to do. So when you started to notice, you know what, I am just going through the steps and the motions. What do I really want? Once you started to question that and become more aware of that, what were some of the notable or noticeable differences, maybe in your perception, but also in the practical things yes. that started happening? What are some of those differences? Well, I will tell you this. About January, my six-year-old son, he said, Mom, you don't smile so much. You don't smile like like my mom, like Gigi does. And it was that that was part of the wake-up call was I just I don't have, I'm not living from a place of joy, a place of peace. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge noticeable difference was wow. seeing the perspective change when I said, okay, Lord, I am completely opening myself to you. And it was that opening and surrender of just, mm -hmm. you know, I just put everything in front of you. And not that I hadn't done that, but it was sort of an all in Yes. commitment or, or um offering and and there has 
been this year such an abundance of joy. And I think of the verse that um, Jesus is saying, I have come that you may have life and have abundant life. And mm -hmm. I, and that sums up this abundant life that I just feel coming out of the deep places in me because that's the Lord is is yeah. doing that. He's creating peace and rest and joy. Mm -hmm. You know, as um, we're talking about that, it's, it's it's such a great reminder for so often we have so many things that we want to achieve and they're almost like the destiny. When I get there, then I will rest, then I will be happy. That we forget, as, as you were saying, the journey, the steps that we take and who we are and who we are becoming while we are walking that journey. And let's face it, every day has its pressures and its stresses. And if it's impacting us like we're not, not smiling, and it comes from a very innocent child to say, why aren't you smiling as, as much? A great reminder to have us say, okay, we really do need to, to be mindful of what's really important. So what were some of the differences or the different choices that you made that enabled you to smile more? Were there some things that you decided to do, not do? Take us back to that. Absolutely. I realized that I had been relying on myself to get through each day, mm -hmm. that I was not drawing on really the love that the Lord has for me, but practically his word. And mm -hmm. so I just, I was not making that a priority to memorize his word, to, um, what I, I do now is like soak in it and um, really meditate on his word. Like that was not a priority. And it was this day-to-day -day get through, wake up, make breakfast, make lunch, make dinner, go to bed to do it again. And and so that was a huge shift. Mm -hmm. And two, just focusing on you know what the Lord has done and all the truths of who he says I am and who he is. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that goes back to scripture, but it's also just when the thoughts come in, the lies um, that the enemy tries to throw at us, he's come to kill, still and destroy. He doesn't want mm -hmm. us to succeed in anything, you know, in our marriage and raising our children in our careers. Um, and so living with that, the truth in mind that he is mm -hmm. after us, but you know, our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's not, you know, an argument I have with a coworker. It's this powers and principalities of darkness. And, mm -hmm. and that's a truth that I can hang on to. You know what? Like when things aren't going the way I think they should, God operates in the unseen. Mm -hmm. And so what can I look for that he's doing and how can I be thankful in these situations? Yeah. A great reminder something that you were saying reminded me often of conversations that I've had many on, on this show is that so often we put such high expectations on ourselves and those things that we have as goals such as our studies and the assignments or the projects or something that we're looking to achieve can often be put in front so made so big and, and our expectations are put so high that we really do set ourselves up for failure so this segues beautifully into the next point that you want to talk into, you know, around disgruntlement, dissatisfaction and discontent. Because I know for many of us who are in, in business or, or we've got uh, young children as well that we want to balance, there are often expectations that we do need to put on the sideline because we've got little human beings that we're responsible for and, and other commitments as well. So what were some of the things, the insights and maybe some Bible verses that you would often turn to 
when there were situations that perhaps had you feeling disappointed, didn't go quite the way that you had expected? Like there's nothing worse than blocking out a full two hours because you I'm going to do this and then suddenly something happens and you need to change <laughs> that whole focus. That could be a real disappointment. So oh, what were some oh, of the things that, that you did to pull you through? Absolutely. Um, one of the verses that um, I really clung on to because I tend to struggle with this self-doubt or putting myself down and I just love Romans 8 1 there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus and you know as believers we are a part of the family of God and we are in Christ Jesus and there's no condemnation and that is so freeing because I, a lot of what I battle against is in my mind it's you know me doubting or you know, not listening to the Lord. And then another verse that I really clung on to this summer in particular uh, was Hebrews 13, 6. And so we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper mm-hmm. of whom shall I, um, I will not be afraid. What can mortals do to me? Yeah. And that, that just encapsulates the truth of um, whose we are. Yeah. I think so many people who are listening and watching and even myself, Laura, have had situations where we have doubted that we are enough, that we know enough, that what we are sharing or about to share is enough for for others. What have you learned? Because, you know, so often, and you mentioned, you know, we have an enemy that does not want us to inspire, does not want us to empower with, with words of hope, possibility and sharing the love of Jesus. And so what are, what are some things that you've learned uh, and reminded, been reminded of, you know, especially in those verses? Uh, and, and why I ask that is because so many women that I speak to and even men who have also agreed that that whole self-doubt really is an area that they struggle with constantly. Mm. Yeah. One of the things that... I've really been intentional about this year, really in that January, the Mm. sort of 180 that I took is being obedient to what I hear the Lord say and responding quickly. And a lot of that is simply getting out of my head. Mm. And if I have a thought or um, something crosses my mind or someone says something negative to me, Mm. it just instantly saying no like i i submit that to you lord that is not of you um and just being quick to take captive those thoughts Mm -hmm. and then also surrounding myself with people who are speaking into my life Mm -hmm. you know be it critical with love or encouraging affirming words but who i know love me and i can trust and you're not going the process alone. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I think, you know, holding uh, or capturing that thought quickly rather than following it down that rabbit hole because once we delve down that rabbit hole, there can be all sorts of twists and turns and before we know it. And it can grow uh, over the days and it just it can get out of proportion. Yeah, it can. And before you know it, you're just, you know, in this full battle of, of stuff that's going on in your head, you know, no one else has to be involved. It could just be uh, with you. 
So let's talk about some of the things that you notice in your work, because I know many of the people who are listening and watching uh, as part of our audience are very uh, much involved with, with children as well. You were saying that you've done quite a few areas of, of study in here, which is exciting. What would you say for, to those people who are running a business and do have young children, again, balancing that, what are some insights as to um, how they can better uh, develop and strengthen the relationships because I know with so many demands across business and customers and, and, and your children, it can really have us stretched so thin in, you know, in some days where we think, oh, I, um, this is too hard. So what are some insights that you can share to really support them? What I am learning is that it doesn't have to be complicated. And so a lot of the research shows that playing with your little ones, um, be it reading or them cooking with you, or it's something so simple as a spontaneous dance party can build those connections and those bonds between parent and child. And I know for myself that I, I complicate things and I, I think, well, it has to be this organized moment or, you know, I have to do this two hours of work before I do something with them. Mm. And and I'm just, I'm seeing how simple it is if I al allow myself to not get in the way, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes so much sense because I think our children can sense when we are on and that pressure is it, okay, let's play that game. And, and <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, I'd rather you not, but let's just sit there. I still remember one time I was rushing around, we, we were going to have visitors uh, for a barbecue that weekend. I thought, okay, I'm going to clean the windows, which I don't often do. I still don't <laughs> often do. But I remember we had these big, massive windows and here I am cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. And then I looked down to my youngest who was cleaning, cleaning, cleaning with an apple core over all of the window that <laughs> oh, I had no. just cleaned. Laugh about it today, but you know what? Our kids, she probably thought I'm going to have a moment with mum, and here I go, I'm going to help her. But it's mm -hmm. in those instances, you know what? We need to sometimes take that step back and laugh rather than get angry and write down those moments. I'm sure there are so many moments that, as parents, in the moment it can be you know quite stressful, but really, when all things are said and done, is it really that important, or could that be a mm -hmm. moment? that is cherished together. Don't put so much pressure on ourselves because it's often our pressures, isn't it? The expectations yes. that we have that are causing that much pressure. Let's talk about investing today in what matters the most. What matters the most? For me, it's, it's the people and the things that will last forever. These relationships, it's hearts and souls and when I think about where I'm going to spend my time or why I'm doing something and putting time into it you know I often will consider well what's the lasting impact and I'm very much a driven person and so I can get task oriented and forget that there are other people surrounding me whose hearts matter and um, who maybe don't even know the Lord and I'm seeing this a lot in um, the corporate America work that I do is that um, these are precious precious children and grown-ups I'm referring to is yeah. you know who the Lord loves and um, and to really consider where I'm putting my time and my energy and my love, my, uh, my affections mm. and 
to consider, is it going to last for eternity? Yes. Do you find that when you are more aware and present, and, and I know when we have more mindfulness, we can rather than react, and then all of a sudden there's a reaction which we now need to go and manage because what we've said and our body language um, is not what we would have chosen had we taken that time to kind of consider what, what am I going to say. When you started to do that, relationships really do change, don't they? Because of the fact that um, you've slowed down and that's where it really my point. Yes. Sometimes we just need to slow down and before yes. that voice opens is just think, am, is what I am about to say, is that helpful for both? And is it going to be constructive? Share a little bit about that because often it's the exchange of communication and what we say um, that can really destroy any possibility for moving forward if we just would take a step back and have more mindfulness around that, yes? Absolutely. And I love that you brought up that mindfulness because that is absolutely true. Um, it It's easy for me to to get caught in the whirlwind of managing relationships instead of focusing on the heart. And I think when you just switch the perspective, kind of like I mentioned at the first it's year, mm. just a switch of perspective. And there was this opening of my heart and life inside of me that the Lord just started spilling out. You know, the same will happen in relationships. And you know, I've seen that with my husband and my children and coworkers and extended families. It's, um, it's, it's a beautiful process mm -hmm. and, and neighbors too. You know, I think, well, I don't have time to drop by. Well, you know what? I, I might not have time for a lot of things, but I can make time and it doesn't have to be complicated going back mm -hmm. to that simple, um, yes. you know, show up, be present and see what happens. Yeah. You know, as you're, you're, you're sharing that, I'm reminded of a conversation that I, I had, even just with my daughter, and, and this is something that will often happen. You know, for us who are driven and we've kind of got our ideas and already in our head, we've got it all mapped out, and often we can forget to kind of take the blinders off and see what's going around us. And, you know, my daughter had a few conversations about a few people even in our local church. And was, I never knew that. But as soon as she shared that with me, there was a, a level of compassion. I think, oh, I wish I had have said this. Or, and, and why I'm sharing that is so often there are conversations that we can have, even just to how are you, or let's have a coffee, let's catch up, whatever it might be. But we're not getting those opportunities to develop those connections. And this can mm -hmm. even be with the people in, in our team uh, and, and those working in and around us when we don't take that time to be more aware of what, what is going around us too. Have you noticed that there's a difference in you now that you are being more mindful and you are being more present in what's going on? Yes, <laughs> it's almost ridiculous. Um, I, I just am aware of so many more people and yeah. um, situations than I don't think I, I was, looking for or looking at um, a more recent example are all the plane trips I've been taking and the fact that I, I mean, I'm sitting by all these random people, but I don't think they're random. I don't think it's, you know, an accident that mm -hmm. I start a conversation with someone in the airport. And it's, it's interesting. Like it becomes opportunities instead of this overwhelming, like, Oh, there's another, person or you mm. know 
whatever sort of, I guess, roadblock you have about um, interacting with others, it, it's an opportunity and it's exciting, yeah. which I, I just can't explain it. It's, yeah. it's um, definitely the Lord. <laughs> yeah. I think what's really important is that, you know, often we've, we've got to realize the situation that we are in, if we change our perception or perspective around that can have such a different outcome because just ask big being curious i think and how are you and and that can open up possibility to conversation where you just never knew you don't don't know who's connected you know to that person that you're sitting with but i think it, it it's such a great reminder that when we are too focused and too busy and cram our diaries and schedules with too much we're not allowing for that quiet time and i think that space and that op opportunity where we know that often, you know, the Lord is speaking in and around us in certain situations, but we miss it when our life is too busy, too noisy, too cluttered, and we end up becoming a victim of um, our own kind of, <laughs> you know, busyness, busyness. And, and I, I have heard it said so often that often we, we look at the word busyness, you know, how are you? Oh, so busy, almost as a badge of honor. So maybe we should start saying, you know what, it's been good. I actually sat for a half hour or an hour and just sat. You know, people would look at you weirdly and go, oh, okay. But really that's sitting and just being with family if you've got young ones or yes. even just sitting, that creativity that can come from that, that's resetting and rebooting, I think, um, is just so very important. So share with us, Laura, how can people find out more about the work that you're doing? What is the best way for them to connect with you? Oh, great. The best way to connect is um, either via my website, drlaraarnold.com, or you can find me on social media. I'm Dr. Laura Arnold on Instagram and on Facebook, Dr. Laura Arnold, and on Twitter and LinkedIn. Fantastic. And I would love to uh, continue conversations with anyone who's interested in this information and share more about what the Lord is doing uh, inside of me and um, the business that we're, my husband and I are starting up. Yeah, exciting. You know, the greatest reminder, I think, for all of us, particularly as if we are parents or we're around young ones, it's the way in which we react and respond to our current mm. situations that we may not even be realizing that our actions, our interactions, yeah. our conversations are impacting our little ones, even if we're not necessarily speaking to them. And there's an ad here in Australia, and I'm sure you've probably had something similar, where there's a young girl in, at play with her dolls, and the parents are sitting with, with visitors at their dinner table, and the, the daughter starts role-playing with her doll. It's all nice, and all of a sudden, she's like this, and the mother's going, oh, no. We, you know, and so I think, you know, through us as adults, when we're able to be more mindful in how we re react, that can be such wonderful role models for our children and also helping our children set themselves up so that they too can um, remain better connected. You know, one of the things, and you, you may know a little bit more about this too, is that studies are showing that because children, the younger youth who've got devices, there's so much content constantly bombarding their minds, um, it causes anxiousness because the brain and the way it works, it needs to be able to kind of like a puzzle of pieces, I think it was described, needs to have that rest time to be able to put the puzzle pieces together, but there's no rest. So conscious, you know, all of our minds are continuously spinning with content, which can cause, yes. you know, anxiousness. Yes. 
Yeah, that's so true. I was just reading about play and studies on how that unstructured time is yeah. so beneficial to children and to parents. It takes yes. the pressure off of off of us and then children have this sort of open blank canvas mm -hmm. to create and to imagine and to develop into who the person the people they will be yeah that's just something in passing that i was thinking of and i thought about this a couple of weeks ago you know how there's been instances where you might have gone down to the beach or wherever it was and you kept you find yourself just staring into space and you're not really thinking about anything at all but you're just mesmerized by that moment I don't know how long it goes for that I noticed that I used to do that quite often as a child because we grew up on a farm but as an adult never really had time to do that mm -hmm. yet I think that's so important it just allows allows for your mind to reset yes. itself and if we don't yes. have those moments and do that intentionally to start off with then we just continue to, to spin our wheels it's just so important I think all of these yes. things can really impact who we become how we show up and how we impact those uh, around us including ourselves so thank you so much for the important information and insights you shared on something i think we all need to be aware of as uh, we continue building our kingdom businesses and also raise our children and with the communities that we continue to uh, to grow so thank you so much for all the research you continue to do in this area laura yes of course thank you so much it was wonderful talking with you one of the things that i am doing i'd love to do for you too is just close the show with a word of prayer may i do that for you oh absolutely thank you right, let's pray father god thank you for the opportunity that we could speak to laura today about such an important topic uh, through relationships whether they be with our children our co-workers uh, and even our spouses and and uh, family members father we just want to uphold the work that Laura's doing the research and those people that she's working with will you continue to give them insights and be able to share that with others so that they can become far more mindful about uh, what they're doing so that everything that you have destined and designed for them will come to pass because of the fact that they are looking after themselves and uh, really building solid relationships with those around them father we just want to ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This is, we've just scratched Thank the you. surface, I know, uh, because <laughs> with anything to do with people, we're, we're fascinating beings, aren't we? Yes. And um, yeah, there's uh, so much that uh, we can be far more mindful about, which I, of course we've spoken about today, which can make such a big impact in uh, so many different ways. So thanks once again for coming on the show. Wonderful. Thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.